How can I stop worrying? I know that worry is sin, but the more I try to stop, the more I seem to worry. Now, on top of it all, I find myself worrying about worry. That's what one listener wrote. Well, I suppose that worry, which has been called the American sin, is certainly one of the problems that all of us face regularly. And as we begin this series of several broadcasts about significant problems that all of us have to face, those of us who know Christ as well as those who do not, we're going to begin that series with this altogether and all-important matter, worry. How does a person stop worrying? Is the Bible really explicit about the question? Can a person really stop worrying and know what to do to bring it to an end? Or is it something that he's stuck with the rest of his life? Is it something that he can't really change or really control? Is it something that just happens to a few people, something that only a few great saints are able to overcome this matter of worry? Or is it really something that every Christian, no matter who he is, if he follows the word of God, can master? Well, let me say to you, that every Christian is told in the Word of God to stop worrying. And if you are a believer, if you are someone who has come to the place where you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, believing that he died on that cross for your sins, and you have had your sins forgiven, you have not only the command of Jesus Christ, but you also have implied in that command the promise that he will give you not only the directions, but also through his spirit, the power to overcome that problem. One of the great things about the word of God is this, that God never commands his children, those who have been born into his family, he never commands them to do anything that he does not provide both the know-how and the power to enable them to do. He gives that information that information that they need in order to overcome these problems in his word, the Bible. And he gives that power to Christians to follow his word and to uh, be able to do what that information in the Bible requires of them through his spirit who lives within each Christian, each believer. Now, we know from Philippians 4, where we're told by the apostle Paul in the name of God, that we must stop worrying. He says, be worried about nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. There you have a command. Stop worrying. Start praying. But you see, it's not just that simple. It's not just a matter of obedience to the command. There also is further information on the Word of God, in the Word of God that tells us how that commandment may best be obeyed. And in Matthew 6, in the last verse, we have the summary of a discussion of worry, where Jesus has been talking about the worries of the Gentiles, the unsaved people who are worried or anxious about clothing and about their lifespan and about uh, food and all of the necessities of life. And Jesus tells us that we who have trusted in Christ do not need to have that kind of burden on our shoulders day by day because God, who is our Father, 
not only cares for the lilies of the field and clothes them more than Solomon, who was arrayed in all his glory, and not only does he feed the birds of the field, but he feeds his children. So God says that those who trust in the Lord can free themselves from these daily and regular worries of life. But you see, that still doesn't quite bring us to the methodology. I know that you're saying, what is it I specifically have to do? How is it that I can come to the place where worry can really cease? You know, uh, not only like this listener, but uh, many people uh, find themselves so caught up in worry that they not only worry about uh, the things that they originally were worried about, but they worry about the fact that they're worrying, and they worry about the fact that what they try to do to stop from worrying just brings more worry. And so what cuts through all of that? What is it that will get to the heart and the bottom and the core of this whole issue? What is it that can change you tomorrow and really make you a different person as you go to work or as you begin uh, to work around your home? What is it that can even make a difference today as you uh, begin to change the picture from the worries that have been plaguing you already this morning? Well, here's the answer. In the words of Jesus in Matthew 6:34, he says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough worries or enough trouble of its own. Now, what is Jesus saying? You see, people who try to turn off worry are making a tragic mistake. You can't turn off worry because worry is something that happens when problems arise that is not necessarily wrong in its first form. Worry is a concern with the wrong focus. Now, we ought to be concerned about life's difficulties and problems, but we must be sure that our concern is focused in the right direction on the right things. And Jesus says, that we may stop worrying when we focus our concern where it belongs. He says that worry is the focus of one's concern upon tomorrow. And you see, tomorrow is not here. Tomorrow hasn't yet come. You can't do anything about tomorrow except worry. All the emotional energies that are mobilized in your body, the chemicals that start surging through the body to prepare you for effort to do something about the problem, just lie dormant in the body. And instead of working on the problem, those energies begin to work on you. And worry tears you apart. Worry is chemicals sloshing around in your stomach, working on your stomach to give you ulcers. Worry is nervous strain uh, making you so tired at the end of the day, even when you haven't done anything, that you go to bed exhausted. Worry is those muscles tight when they don't need to be tight and ought to be relaxed. That's what worry is. It's energy that is unused productively and therefore becomes used unproductively to tear you apart instead of ripping problems apart that they might be solved. So Jesus says it's not a matter of turning off your concern. You don't have to look for some kind of a button that you can push or a switch that you can throw in order to turn off your concern about problems. No, he says turn the concern around. Having sketched out what you can for tomorrow and put it in God's hands, leave that and turn your attention today to what God tells you to do that you can do about today's problems. He says today has enough troubles, enough problems, enough to be dealt with. Uh, you don't have to take on tomorrow's problems. After all, tomorrow is not here. You can't really know what the problems will look like or whether you'll even make it till tomorrow. 
And so what you do is to, you, to work productively today, throwing yourself fully into, day, to, into today's problems, leaving tomorrow in the hands of God. This is what Jesus says for his children will turn away their hearts and their souls from this plaguing disease of worry and bring to them the peace and healthful way of going that will make them productive now and make them able to face tomorrow when it is today. Lord, help those who are troubled today to turn their troubles into your hands about tomorrow, but to bring all of the efforts and all of the strain and all of the turmoil and all the rest of it under control to productively work in today's vineyard. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.